Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Fiona, you got in touch with me because of an issue that you had after your brother passed away. What happened, Fiona? Our brother, Jamie, passed away in Dublin where he lives and he was... Sorry to hear that, Fiona. He so we we hadn't been speaking to him in a few weeks, and we contacted the guards to do a welfare check. Then we found out that he he had actually deceased. So he was actually in Dublin Morgue from the nineteenth of August. We didn't do the welfare check until the twenty fifth. So he was actually in in the um, morgue that length of time without us known that he was there and no one had contacted us either to let us know that he was there. Then we wanted to go up and identify him in which we were told we would be able to do on the Monday. And when when we contacted the morgue, then we found out that he was unviewable and that DNA would need to be provided. But uh, again, there was another delay there. The sample actually laid in the Garda station until there was a further process. And, and then actually we didn't get him home until the 15th of September. So he was actually 27 days in the morgue altogether. And nobody in that time, Fiona, got in touch with, with you or the family? No, no one from the day he went in, which was the 19th of August when he was found in his apartment, till the the 11.38 on the 25th of August, we made the call to do a welfare check. 25 minutes later, they were able to tell us that he was deceased. Tell me a little bit about your, your brother Fiona, first of all. Oh, he was amazing. He was full of fun, loved sports, um, loved his friends, loved his family. He he's just he was I think one of the best uh, descriptions was came from one of my brothers when they said he was like a free agent. He liked his independence and he was just really fun, loving, quirky, witty, and just a really really good guy. What age uh, was he, Fiona? He was actually found on the nineteenth August, which would have been his fifty seventh birthday. Fifty seven. Can I ask you, do you know how he died? We do. Um, he died by suicide. Okay. I'm sure you're, you're, yourself and the family, Fiona, are heartbroken with his loss. Unbelievably, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was um, obviously, and his sudden death is, a, is unexpected, but um, this one, did, this was just unbelievably bad. <laughs> So sad, yeah. and we are we're absolutely heartbroken. Well, I'm sorry for 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 your loss, and it's so so recent, you know, really as well, isn't it, Fiona? For for you and the family, like it is. Thank yeah. you very much, Andrea. I suppose the issue for you and and your family is that when your brother obviously um, was brought to the mortuary and and was in the the morgue for a number of days, was that it it. it took some time it seems to identify him or to contact you guys is is that the, the issue yeah i suppose the real i suppose what we're finding it very hard to understand is when the guards came to the house and stood in our our sitting room to tell us that that Jamie died they they said it with conviction they confirmed that the way they said it was he is deceased and he's in Dublin city morgue there wasn't a question about that but yes 
they have to be a DNA sample then to confirm in order for him to come home to us. But as well, the length of time that it took. Like, he was found in his own apartment. They had access to letters, to details, to his PPS number. His passport has been found there. They had his mobile phone. There should be no reason why you can't try and get in contact with that family in a six-day period. Like, it's just, it just seems so, so, I suppose, unbelievable that, that, it does. It, to us, it really doesn't seem like much of an effort was made. Okay. That it took six days in in whatever happened in the meantime yeah. to to track. I don't mean to track you and your family down, as you, as you say. Like for anybody investigating the the case, you know, his details and all would have been there in the apartment and phone and. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It just doesn't seem to have been very much effort made to contact us at all. But they were able to tell us so quickly then that that he, it was him. Tell me a little bit about his, his funeral then, Fiona. So we, as I said, got him home on the 15th of September and the funeral was quite fast, I suppose, given that it was going to be Saturday the 16th. So on the Saturday night, we had a lovely service in the local funeral home. And when we brought him to the church that night, when we arrived at the church gates, the priest that conducted the service wasn't what we, I uh, suppose, expected him to be wearing. Usually you'd expect him to be in a, a gown. This priest was in a fillet top jeans and trainers so immediately we kind of found it a bit disrespectful he didn't know Jamie's name even though he was standing to do the the prayers at the gate of the church um so he just asked one of the parishioners beside him what's his name and when we went into the church we were expecting then for there to be a rosary and there wasn't um the priest just went into the sacristy and we didn't know what was kind of going on. Is is this the morning of the funeral? This is the so it, it was the evening. So this is the evening of Saturday where we brought him to the church to stay in the church the night before. Okay, so this is effectively the the removal to the church. Is That's it? right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So um, a few minutes later, one of the the lady that works in the sacristy. Um, she came out and asked for I to, for myself to go in because I live in the parish and the priest was there and he just said that I was to send him a paragraph for him to read out the following morning and um, so that he, because he didn't speak, hadn't spoken to the family so that he would kind of know what to say about him. So I was to send it out by half eight the following morning so when we left, um, I came out of the sacristy and went back into the main church to sit beside my family. And the lady that that is in the sacristy, she actually came out and did the rosary for the family because the priest went off. Um, she did that without being asked because I suppose she felt that uh, it'd be a nice thing to do and we were very, very grateful for that. So after that, I sent an email straight away to the priest because he'd given me his email address. And I included the paragraph 
that we wanted to read out. But because we hadn't spoke to him, I also included the list of gifts that we were bringing, who was bringing them up, who was doing the reading, the prayers of the faithful, the offertory, and who was seeing the the eulogy. And when I didn't get a reply, I actually sent that to the lady in the sacristy as well, because we just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that he had everything. And the morning of the Mass then, I went into the sacristy and wrote down um, a copy of the gifts and the, the lady was there again and she put that on the on the altar um, so that the priest would know what gifts he were was well, he was what? expecting. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So um, the priest came out and he offered the condolences to us, the family, but he did that on behalf of the other priest, not, not himself. So he was a stand-in priest for our local parish priest. And... Um, he proceeded to do his own readings. Um, he never read out the paragraph that we prepared and emailed at his request. Um, he originally said the 16th till date had been a difficult day. Now, that should have been the 19th, but uh, that was just, that that didn't really matter mm. to us. But he suggested on two occasions that we could have done more, the family could have done more. He said um, that Jamie wasn't sick, nor was he in an accident, that he took away out and mentioned another family member who also ended their life. And he said that his family hadn't been in regular contact with him, which wasn't true. Did you get a chance to speak to the priest or to, to tell him, Fiona, how you felt about it? Um, well, we we didn't get to, to talk to that priest. We had met with the our normal local parish priest. We also met with the bishop and just to express how unhappy we were. But the only the only um explanations I suppose we, we got was that he was from a different culture, which we didn't think was valid because anyone would show sympathy and compassion and, you know, I, we didn't think that that was had anything to do with it now to be honest. But you're, it's, it's. I suppose it was the, it's the per, it's the comment, you know, that you and your family hadn't been in touch with your brother. That has, that has obviously, you know, obviously upset you and your family. Yes, yeah. it was, it was that, and the other, I suppose, references. Like we just don't believe that it should, the the eulogy or the homily that a priest does, that should really be about how he lived not how he died yeah. you know like it, we we don't need anyone asking us could we have done any more because you're asking that yourself you know what would you like to happen Fiona just finally we would absolutely love for no other family to ever have to go through it that something should be passed in order sorry oh, something should be passed in that that the priest can't mention how someone died unless the family are okay with it. You'd like there to be some <laughs> communication with the family before the funeral? Absolutely. Yeah. And usually there is. Yeah. Usually there would be. And, um... <laughs> Sorry. No, take your time, Fiona. Take your time. I suppose we just don't want any other family to go through it. It's very upsetting, Fiona, for for you and the family. I've no doubt. Yeah, I've no doubt.
I'm sorry. No, you're not. Don't apologise at all. Don't don't apologise. <laughs> I know it's very difficult for for you all, and it's so so recent as well, Fiona. You know, it's. I mean, I, I as I said, I I don't know who we can find out how that works, or we certainly we can make calls here through the through the office or the cat, you know, the 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 um the diocese maybe, and and see if we can get any information for you. But I I think it's a point worth making today, and thank you, Fiona, for for joining us in the program. I appreciate oh, it. Thank you very much, Andrea. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself, Fiona. Take care. Thank you. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.